Amy at 50 KFUO Worldwide at KFUO.org. We are the messenger of good news. This is the Midday Moments program. I'm Gary Duncan. It's time now for our moment on the lighter side. And we had for several weeks, we had our regular guest, St. Peter, but not today because he's off on vacation with Mrs. Peter. They're on their way to Minnesota. However, he did line up another guest for us. And so let's go to the phone line. Hello, hello. Who am I speaking with this afternoon? Uh, this is the Bible History Answer Man. <laughs> the Bible History Answer Man? Huh. I suppose you must know a lot about the historical background in Scripture. Oh, oh, that I do. In history, I have a BA, BS, MDiv, STM, PhD, and an HDTV with both HDMI and USB. HDMI and USB. Hmm. Uh, sorry, uh, but I don't have any DVDs or CDs. Even a generalist like myself has to have some specialization, you know. <laughs> but when it comes to history, I can answer any of your questions. I know everything. <laughs> okay, let's play Stump the Historian then. There's a lot to talk recently about the biblical roots of the current state of Iraq. Would you care to comment on that? Uh Sorry, I don't, don't know anything about that. <laughs> really, you know, that's more of a geography question than a history question, isn't it? <laughs> uh, well, okay, let's give it another try. Let's go to the Old Testament. Could you tell us something about the history of the pharaohs during the days of Moses? Sorry, I don't, don't know anything about that either. <laughs> hmm, hmm. But I thought you knew everything about Bible history. Oh, I, I'm sorry, I, I should have qualified that. I, I know everything about Bible history that's on the sheets of paper in front of me right now. <laughs> Terrible short-term memory. Goes in one ear and out the other. I have to write it all down. <laughs> okay, let's make this easy. What do you have written down on the sheets in front of you right now? Oh, well, thank you for asking there. Uh, this morning I would like to talk about the He-Rods. <laughs> the He-Rods? Who are the He-Rods? Uh, you you call yourself a Christian radio announcer, and you don't know about the Herods? <laughs> Why, they were the chief royal dynasty in the New Testament. Members of their clan show up all over the New Tea, uh, beginning right there with the Christmas story. Oh, you mean the Herods? Oh, yes, that's the way you commoners refer Herod, to them. Herod, yeah, that's what but we, we say. In acad yeah, well, but, you know, we in academia prefer the original Greek pronunciation, Herod. <laughs> yeah, right. If I were to tell you the whole story of the Herods, well, for sake of better communication, I'll use the common vernacular, the Herods. Anyway, the, the whole story of the Herod family would occupy hundreds, even thousands of pages. But since I only have about five pages in front of me, I'll, I'd like to focus on the Herod, who was responsible for killing John the Baptist. Oh, you mean Herod Antipas. Uh, Antipas? Really? I didn't know he was against passing? Well, which kind? The, the kind you do in school or the kind you do on the highway? Or maybe the kind they do there on the football field? Go, no. Chiefs! <laughs> no, 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 not, not anti-pass. None of the above. It's just his name, Antipas. Oh, ho, 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 ho. I'm sorry. I, I didn't know who you were talking about. You know, in academia, we refer to him as 80 pace. But if it makes you more comfortable, I'll use the more inexpert pronunciation, Antipas. <laughs> okay, but thanks. That makes me more comfortable. Well, you know, we need to begin the story with 
Antipas's father, a, a man known as Herod the Great. Of course, if you were a murderous, dictatorial ruler, people would probably call you great and fantastic, wonderful, magnificent as well. Anything to get on your good side. <laughs> now, this Herod the Great was much like George Foreman. Oh, he, he was a professional boxer? No, 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 but... but but George Foreman, the boxer, had a bunch of sons, and he named all of them after himself. He named all of them George. Likewise, Herod the Great named several of his sons Herod. Of course, uh, George Foreman only had one wife, and, and King Herod had five. Uh, uh, did King Herod have uh, a special grill that you could cook on, too, like George Foreman, or just the, the <laughs> no, names? No, 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 no. Oh, okay. The, the grill has nothing to do with it. We're talking about he had one wife, and Herod had five wives. Okay. Uh, that's one of the things that they didn't have in common. <laughs> they don't yeah, have that's, anything that's in true. common. <laughs> I've heard Herod became crazy in his, in his later years. I guess having five wives might do that to you. Having just one can be crazy enough. Well, you know, since Mrs. Bible History Answer Man might be listening into this conversation, I think I'll defer comment. <laughs> but you may have a point. Uh, anyway, from these five wives, with no involvement of a barbecue grill whatsoever, Herod the Great had seven sons, but not for long. Uh, one son accused two of his brothers of plotting behind their father's back. So Herod had those two brothers executed. <laughs> Later, Herod also had the other accusing son executed. Guess he didn't like tattletales. You know, it's not surprising that same Herod had the male babies in Bethlehem executed. I mean, if he'd kill his own children, he certainly wouldn't hesitate to kill the children of others. Ooh, good point. Uh, of course, he, he didn't kill all of his sons. Uh, one of them he simply disinherited. <laughs> well, that's not a good thing, but still preferable than having your head chopped off. And finally, Herod the Great was left then with uh, just three sons who divided up his kingdom at his death. All of this, of course, with the permission of the ruling emperor of the Roman Empire. And one of these three sons is our subject, Herod Antipas. Correct. Now, Herod Antipas was not like his father at all. How so? Well, you know, his father was a maniacal butcher, while Herod Antipas was a maniacal butcher who was also a people pleaser. <laughs> That's an interesting combination. Well, indeed. Herod Antipas's dream was to someday rule over all three portions of his father's original kingdom. As a people pleaser, he realized that in order to reunite Herod the Great's kingdom, it would be best to please a rich, influential people. So what did he do? He began by marrying the daughter of his powerful neighbor, King Eretus. King Eretus was the ruler of the significant Nabiashan kingdom. Nabiashan. I've never heard of the Nabiashans before. Well, they're, they're not much now. <laughs> but back then, they were a very important trading kingdom, a vital player in the region. Now, things might have gone well for Herod, except, like his father, he had a soft spot in his heart. A soft spot for other women, that is. <laughs> so one day, when he was vacationing in Rome with one of his brothers... And which brother was that? Oh, that was Herod. Philip, the one who had been disinherited. So anyway, while they're in Rome enjoying the holiday, Herod Antipas fell in love with his brother Philip's wife. Her name, by the way, was Herodias. 
Herodias. I detect another Herod name there. Well, you know what's good for the boys is good for the girls. Herodias was also a relation of that original Herod, you know, Herod the Great. She was his granddaughter, which, think about it, it that means Herod Antipas not only fell in love with his sister-in-law, but also his niece. <laughs> <laughs> Boy, you couldn't make this stuff up. Well, 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 of course I didn't make this stuff up. You you think this is all a fragment? A figment? A fragment? Figment? Who cares of my imagination? It's history. I tell you, it's facts. I've gotten it all written down right here in these pages in front of me. I didn't really mean to imply that you made it up. Just continue with your story, okay? <laughs> For an inbred royal, this, this Herodias was a pretty sharp cookie. She didn't want to be wife number two. She realized you can't have two queens in a kingdom. So she offered to marry Herod Atavus only if he divorced his first wife. And being a people pleaser, you can probably figure out what Herod did. He probably said yes and failed to mention anything to his first wife. Well, precisely. Now, I don't know how he figured this would work out. Maybe the castle was so big he could keep one wife sequestered in the West Wing and the other in the East. But in the end, it made no difference because wife number one found out about his plans with Herodias. Oh, okay. So how did she find out about that? Well, I don't know. Maybe he made the mistake many men make and, and left his to-do list out where the little missus could see it. Number one, be tyrannical, despotic ruler. Number two, chop off heads. Number three, divorce wife number one. <laughs> well, however she found out, wife number one packed her bags and went back to her father, King Aratus. From that time forth, there was great animosity, I tell you, between the kingdom of Herod Antipas and the kingdom of the Nebiations. But that is a story for another time. Right, because you said you wanted to talk about Herod and John the Baptist. Right! I'd love to! Oh, but I've just run out of pages. <laughs> so I guess I'll have to go back and write some more stuff down. Uh, do you think we can pick this up next week? Sure, that's fine with me, but maybe you better write that date down just so you don't forget that, too. Forget? What do you think I am, a, a complete idiot? <laughs> no, no, you're not a complete idiot. Well, thank you. Wait a second. Don't worry about it. We'll talk to you next week, Professor, uh, when you've gotten the, the rest of the story down in writing. Oh, right, right oh. We are the messenger of good news, AM850KFUO Worldwide at KFUO.org.